Hey, everybody, in this episode of Box Office Breakdown, incredibly, Incredibles 2 takes the top of the box office. Tag uh, is not it. And Hereditary takes a steep jump out of the top five. Get your arms loaded, because we're going to duke it out next on Box Office Breakdown. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey, everybody. <laughs> oh, look at that. Oh, the audience. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Some sort of innovation. Yes. Uh, understandably so, because these three titans I talk right here. Welcome, right, everybody, to Box Office Breakdown. Of course, this is the show where we look back at the box office that was, and then we like to. What? That was what Okay. About the box office of Dolly Head, I'm Frank Moran. I'm Carrie Lane. I'm Amy Cassandra Martinez. I'm Neil Plumley. And of course, making us look great and sound even better. It's me. It's Tommy. I'm right in the there. booth. You don't see me. Yeah. He's in the booth, everybody. The invisible man. And of course, folks, like us on Facebook. Oh, give right. us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And of course, give it a thumbs up while you're there, or two thumbs up, three, four, however many thumbs Yay! you can fit. And, of course, we're in the chat up and running, so feel yes. free to hop in, share your thoughts about anything we're talking about, or just movies in general. But, Carrie, if they're watching after their show is streamed live, what can they do? You guys can comment down below. Oh, beautiful. And a lot of you are talking already. Yay! That's Yay. what we like. Uh, so we're going to jump into two as well. Our, our top five for this week, coming in at number one, uh, should be no surprise, Incredibles 2 from Disney, uh, mm-hmm. made $180 million. Let me say something. It's not a surprise that it's number one. It's a surprise by how much. Mm. I did not expect this at all. Why is that? Because I didn't think it would make this much money. Because we were all (laughs) off by $100 Very true. Yours truly did vote the highest, just saying. We're off by about, like, 90 to, like, I think Carrie's closest by being off by, like, $85 million. Just a little bit. Dollars. I think, because I feel like we've been, and I think it's kind of proven... out that anytime that there's been a sequel, especially to a, a, a long dormant franchise, that the, uh, the initial box office weekend has not been that high. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, this, though. Especially this with the current climate we've been having with box office numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yes. been like a really low summer, especially for like a lot of yeah. big blockbusters that mm-hmm. should have done better than they did. It was very surprising to see this. Well, something we didn't factor in. It's a movie that features the dad. It's Father's Day weekend. Uh, I was like, oh. So you got all the families, any parent-child stuff. I was like, oh, yes. But that makes sense of like a more of a drive to for the family to go. Mm-hmm. And family movies always do well because you get not just one, but you all get at least two people going, parent and child, and maybe your family, your you know, 2.5 children going. So that's more mm-hmm. people going. And then, yeah, it's Father's Day weekend and graduation weekend. So you have a lot of people together, maybe families in town. Hey, let's all go to the movies. I always feel bad for those point five, so because they end up having to share a seat, seat a with somebody else. Maybe that's, that's what it means, you know. <laughs> just that, that half child mm-hmm. just right there. Uh, all right, who saw Incredibles 2? I. I. Oh, excellent. Let's go with Carrie Lane first. I didn't see it. <laughs> I know. Just kidding. I was going to, but all the seats. No, I was, I was looking like, in the uh... chat, and uh, I'm excited that you all are talking there. Uh, I wanted to, but the seats were pretty much full at every show I wanted to go to, or they'd be like front row, so I was all... I will see it next weekend then. I was okay to wait. I really do want to see it, but it was one of those, I'm not going to sacrifice a good seat for seeing it immediately. 
Uh, before we jump into it, I just bring that up. Is there yeah. any movie that any of you would see that you would go to a front row seat if that was the only seat available? Infinity would, War, yes. Yeah, no, no, I would not do I that to just, myself. Yeah, yes. well, because I knew I would have known that I was going to see it more than one time. Yeah, get different views. <laughs> on it. Um, yeah. Well, okay, that's one of those things that I think. Like when I was a little kid, I sat in the very front row with my mm-hmm. brother. Like it felt like you were in the movie, but you're also like ten, so you don't mind being like, yeah. "Oh my gosh!" And then as like by high school, it's like a bit back more. And now I generally want like there we go seat preference. There's a question for all of you. Please comment down below. What are your seat preferences? I like middle middle in a theater like middle back and middle like if it's choose your own seat i will literally like oh yeah oh yeah okay that's the middle <laughs> so we have this masochist in the uh the chat harry yeah. harry cowell chuck he says i love the front row seats all right i just don't get that at all ah. but good i mean kudos I guess. yeah so a good. wide field of vision there buddy oh he yeah. says because of the field of view it makes everything look bigger. Yeah, no, but I <laughs> yeah. get that. Yes, but I feel does. like it strains me too much now that I, I won't do it. I see. Well, see preference, Amy. Well, see, I mean, yeah, middle, middle. If you middle. get a choice, middle. Middle, middle. And I sit middle, middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Incredibles, too. I saw it second row kind of off to the side. Okay. I was a little sad, but I was like, I'm going to see it today. It's going to sure. happen. And as long as it's not the first, like the front row, yeah. there's no way. Yeah, I saw the second yeah. row, too. Close, oh close to the middle. Oh, my But it was one of those recliner seats, so it was fine. Yeah, exactly. uh, That does help. Exactly. I was able to lean that back and be help. like, oh, all right, lean cool. Back. Yeah. Uh, most of the chat agrees with us, middle seats. Frank, middle. what about you? Uh, you, I, you know, I... It depends on how packed the movie theater is. Yeah. If it's, but if you get optimal choice, you can pick whatever. Choice, more often than I will just pick the uh, the, the side. Okay. Side. Yeah, yeah right by the stairs. Yeah. Do you like that so you, so you can, can get up and get down easier? Yeah, it just easier for me to get the heck out of there. Sure. You know? Okay. Doesn't, uh, sorry, real that's quick. Doesn't the lights bother you at all? Yeah, like, that's a good point. From the lights the from the, the no. stairs? No, 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 not really, no. Yeah. There's plenty of light coming from the front. Oh, mm-hmm. I feel you. At your face. There you go. Uh, well, John in the chat agrees. He's an uh, I'm an aisle man. Only movies I went for front row were Dark Knight and uh, Sausage Party. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, but yes. a thing sitting further back, Harry in the chat makes a good point. When you sit too, um, too back, it's like watching a movie in a home theater. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, it depends on the theater. Uh, theater by me has some really small ones, so almost sitting in the back row is fine because I like being... Here's another specific and really specific other movies. I like being level with my movie. I don't want to look up or look down. Oh. If I can, I'd rather be like this. Like oh. if I have to feel my head up looking at it or down is uncomfortable. I'm mm. cool with whatever. It. Yeah. And then recliner seats changes it up a bit too. Yep. My the the place that I go every single time that I can, like if they if they don't have it, then I go to another theater. But my theater that yeah. I usually go to recliner seats. Oh, and recliner I, all the way. Yes, but I, I kind of get annoyed because when you go to another theater that doesn't have recliners, you're like, ah, this is so cheap. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> come on. We're, uh, it's yeah. just uncomfortable. Yep. You spoil me, guys. You spoil me. They do. All right. So, incredible yes. two, incredible <laughs> get two thoughts. Get into that. <laughs> Amy. Yes. What'd you think? I thought it was incredible. Really did. Nice. I, yeah. Here's the thing. I... I mean, I was a fan of The Incredibles, not as hardcore as I know some people were. And, and, you know, the possibility of having a sequel was nice. It was exciting. Waiting that long for it made me more excited about it. Uh, But I think they did such a good job. I think this is probably the best sequel I've ever seen in animation. Yeah. Rescuers Down Under 2. 
Which one? Oof, Rescuers Down Under. Because the first one's actually not that great because the animation's kind of bad, let's mm. be honest. Uh, the first one is that great because of the crocodiles. It's the what? Mm. Oh, or the alligators. Yeah. I mean, it's still a good movie, but the animation's not as good, and then, you know. The but. opening sequence in Rescuers Down Under is oh, something else. Anyway, sorry, continue. Uh, yeah, I, and there's something about the plot, like, that it really, it makes sense. Mm. They didn't try to do things that weren't going to work. It's just like, oh, okay, yeah, it, it's the logical next thing to do, but it's also like, oh, what's going to happen? So it wasn't super predictable, but it wasn't really, like, out of left field, kind of. Mm. And, I mean, everyone just brought it. All of these... Um, characters were just like the same but mm-hmm. better and, and more into who they really are as the characters. The music was fantastic and yeah, I, I love the the idea of having Elastigirl mm-hmm. take the take center stage in a way and yeah, super powerful I would say. And also it makes me curious like how many uh, cosplays we're going to see of The Incredibles oh, this, yeah. this uh, year, you know. Comic-Con's coming up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Neil, how about yourself? I thought it was great. I had a fantastic time at the movies. Uh, A little bit of what Amy was saying, because it will almost opposite you saying you got more excited as the years went on waiting for a sequel, I just got less excited because I was afraid that I was going to get my hopes up too high. So, like, each year that went by and they're like, oh, we want an incredible sequel. I'm like, yeah, I guess. I guess so. We want an incredible sequel, but it's not going to be good. <laughs> and I think that played a pretty large part in me having such a good time in the movies today, watching it. Um, and yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I think Elastigirl at the front did really well. And yeah, they really didn't take they really didn't take a whole lot of risks, which was honestly pretty cool because what they did was they just they just doubled down on their characterizations mm. that they already started. And since this takes place literally the moment the first one ends. Cool. What's really cool about the end of the first one, what's very exciting about it and what people really loved, is that everyone was in their element. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Dash was, like, learning all the tricks that he could do, running really fast. So was Violet. She was discovering her powers. Elastigirl, we're finally seeing her in action, like, becoming a parachute, becoming a boat. And, yeah. and there's, like, a lot of things that they could do that we didn't know they could do. And they're just they're throwing out everything they had in like that final act, and that was so exciting. That's right where it picks up, so that mm. they they're all kind of experienced in running circles around people, but also being able to like roll with the punches that they're being given. So when they, whenever they like, whenever someone faces an opposition that's a little bit more difficult, you're like, wow, this is like real because we just saw them kicking so much ass earlier. This must be like a really tough thing. So it really helped with that because it, it made it made all the consequences and all the, all the stakes a little bit higher because, like, we know that these people can handle themselves. Mm. And whenever they're struggling, you're like, oh, God, mm-hmm. that's a tough, that's a tough thing right there. Did either of you rewatch the first one? No. Yes. Okay. Did it, do you think I, it mattered? No. Okay. Well, no. no. Yeah. I'm like, technically I saw it, but I didn't see the second one, so I was like, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I was much like you, well, Neil, except that I let myself get... Uh, build it up too much in my mind. So when I saw it, I was kind of walked away like, that was fine. I feel like I should probably see it again now see that I've got that first one out of my system. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, not that it's, uh, I, I mean, you know, they took advantage of what you can do in animation where you can make no time pass at all, mm-hmm. which is great. So you can't pick up right off the, the, the first film and not lose a step. Mm-hmm. Well, except for Dash. Dash is not the same voice. Well, true. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's hardly noticeable. Hardly, right? Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. 
Yeah, so I, you know, after after I thought like, oh, we had to wait another fourteen years. I don't know if Craig T. Nelson would be around for that. Which then I wonder would they do it? Oh well, then yeah, the kid wouldn't sound the same. Duh. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Like, Violet's the same. Yeah, yes. she's a little easier. Woman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but uh, it was fun. I mean, it was great to see Frozone get uh, some more oh, focus yeah. as well too. Yeah, a lot of screen time for Frozone, which is cool. And I really liked uh, the endearing side to Edna that we saw. <sighs> That yes. was honestly oh. uh, a little heartwarming. I saw that and I was like, oh, that's really cute. Yeah. Uh, I felt like, you know, and I don't know if they're really deliberately trying to set it up as a lot of suspense, but it's, you know, if you've seen films, any films, you're probably going to pick out who the bad guy is yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah. So uh, when they do that review, you're like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we I, know. Like, I like how even like the first one in, in, in uh, Syndrome, the villain from mm-hmm. the first Incredibles, was very dangerous. He was like psychotic, and when yes. he sees um, when he when Mister Incredible is in that little cavern and he sees the bones of Gazer Beam down there, you're yeah. like, oh, this is for real. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to kill people until you get what you want. That was like very a very high stakes villain, which I love. Love makes the movie a whole lot better. Yeah. This was another very high stakes villain where it was like, no, for real. Like you don't know. What I can do, and like it's sort of like a puppet, puppety master sort of thing. Yeah, really like that. They had a thing on uh, Twitter that was like, "He's the epitome of toxic fandom," and it's like, "Oh, you are right! Like entitled, you're not the hero I thought you were," and just like so. Whoever wrote that on Twitter, that was really spot on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, I mean, though some of the motivations for why the villain does what it does is, uh, it's like, mm, okay, it's a little weak. Yeah, yeah. I think they focus more on. Not so much the villain, but the family. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, so, yeah. like, each character and also the family as a whole instead of putting the main focus on the villain, mm. which I liked a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, just the, the look of the the style that they have for the film just makes it so timeless that you can still come by 14 years later and it no, it does not seem, mm. like, out mm-hmm. of date or anything mm-hmm. like that. It just seems, really, it just they create a really cool environment for it. I heard that they started off Incredibles 2 with the exact same animation, exact same quality as The Incredibles, and then slowly throughout the film, they they tweaked it a little bit to make it even more crisp. Hmm. Yeah. It so was, I, if they did, I didn't really notice they, in I a good it was, way. Uh, great stuff with uh, Mr. Incredible. Yeah, just the way when it gets really haggard. So just oh. some really nice, nice oh, five o'clock shadow. Yes, yeah. really nicely done yeah. on that. Uh, yeah, and what I also like too is that it's uh, while it doesn't have I think maybe like the necess- like the bloodthirstiness of the villain mm-hmm. from the first one, but still just the things that are discussed, especially with uh, Mister and Mrs. Incredible. Uh, like as yeah. kids, you might not necessarily pick up on that, but it's kind of something that you definitely would grow with you. And as you got older and watch it, you would appreciate more and more stuff about that film, which is always I think a good sign of a uh, good animation project. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right, so folks, that was our uh, that was number one, and also the subject of our box office bet, which means sure. what uh, it was Carrie Lane, were you our winner? Yes. Look at that! Yay! Hooray! Well, and then it, we have so. all seen, it. but Anthony, you did yeah. not see it yet, correct? Uh, no, I have yet to see it. Oh, who was our loser? Neil? I didn't. That was it, me. So. Aha! Oh well, go see that movie, Neil. <laughs> Point five. <laughs> I'll see it again. <laughs> uh, coming in at number two, Ocean's Eight made another nineteen point five million. <laughs> I saw that one. I saw that one. Oh, yes. Oh. Hey. Had you seen it before? No. Oh, okay. We Yay. were the only ones that hadn't Yay. seen it in the entire world. And yep, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Go. Uh, <laughs> I I enjoyed it. I thought it was very fun. Uh, I mean, it's not one of those like, oh my gosh, you have to see it right now kind of ones. But um, 
I thought the and after your uh, comment of like some of the planning or things went too easy. She points out that I've had this long to think it out, and she's thought the scenario. So I was like, sure, I'm okay with that. Um, I thought all the actors were great. Uh, they're very fun chemistry together. Everybody's like fun and quirky in their own way, and that was enjoyable to put them all together in different situations. Uh, some really good funny moments in there for sure. The heist itself, like the planning it into it, was very fun and entertaining. And yeah, the one like one ish cameo, right? And yeah, um, overall, like I thought it was gonna be fun, and that's exactly what it was. So I was not disappointed. I thought it was very enjoyable. Amy? Amy? I really liked it. I really, really did. I could have used more cameos. Like, come on. I From, mean, what, the Ocean's 8's cast or just general just cameos? General. General. Well, they I had mean, a lot of other random actors in there, too, which was cool. Like, just random people. I wanted like more. Like, at the Met Gala. I thought that oh, was fun. Them. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was like, oh, that was cool. Oh, oh That hey. was cool. But yeah. I wanted actors. Okay. Yeah. I wanted, like, yeah, like Ocean's 11. Yeah. Yeah. Um... The gonna sound like a girl right now. I don't really care. The wardrobe, yes, everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just mm-hmm. really wanted to have that kind of money. Yeah. And then by the time they got to the heist, I was like, okay, wow, this is really interesting. Oh, when they get their gown this. moments, I was like, yeah, you all look so beautiful. And, they, and they're walking down. They the all get their walk down. Like, hello, everybody gets it. Too. Yes. Uh, yeah, but like it, they really. It's pretty thorough, at least from what I understood, that by the time it got to the heist, I was like, I really want to pay attention to this. Not that I would do anything like it, but, I mean, heck, to dress like they do. Not even just the dress. Even doing their heists, they're, like, very fashionable. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, Kate Blanchett, mm-hmm. her... Oh, her look was really cool. So cool. I love the leather, and I love all the, like... All oh, the jewelry. Yes, the necklaces. Right? Yes. Loved it. Um, and, yeah, I think the the chemistry with all of them was really cool. Each one had certain um, talents mm-hmm. that really helped yeah. pull the heist together. And I kind of wanted a little something at the end. Yeah. When, you know... It, it kind of needs just... a little stronger button at the very yes. end. But it was still... It's more the ride rather than the end exactly. kind of a movie. I would definitely... I'm going to get it on DVD and watch it. Like, you know, yeah, at least once. Yeah. Once more. Yeah, one more time. Mm, It's really, really fun. I know you (laughs) loved it, Frank. It's your favorite movie. It's a fun one. Really cool. uh, I wanted it to be more fun. This was just... Uh, you know, I, it would it. be nice if it could have been a little more oomph, but as like a good, solid, like entertaining film to go see. I'm like, yeah. Was it amazing? No. But was it really cool and really fun? Yeah. it was. I was really, really, really looking forward to it, and what I got was what I wanted. And even a little bit, a little bit more, I would say, just because I hadn't seen Ocean's yeah. Eleven. And I knew what that felt like, and... Though I respect Ocean's Eleven, it's not my cup of tea. This one is. Cool. Frank, I know you agree. <sighs> We're not the I liked disagree. Ocean's Eleven don't back care. when I saw it, and I think I liked 12. Cool. I don't think I saw 13. They're just different, you know, it's fun. I did not like 12. I can't remember. I'm like, uh, maybe. I thought that is a movie that I've enjoyed watching it later. Uh, but, like, certainly the first time it came out, I'm like, what is going on with this movie? Mm. And it did uh, draw me a little bonkers on that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then once you kind of figure out what the the hook of the film is, then you go back yeah. and you watch it again. It doesn't seem as bad. Still, the, the weakest of the three in that, that trilogy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming to number three, Tag from uh, Warner Brothers and New Line made $14.6 million. I saw that one. I saw that as yeah. well. Who else? Did you Anybody see it? else? No. no. Okay. 
Carrie, Decide. what did you think? I thought it was very fun. <laughs> um, okay. I, I went into tag thinking, I'm like, this is going to be super stupid. I took my brother, and we were going to see Incredibles, but I'm like, it's packed. We're not going to go see it. So I'm like, let's see tag. I'm like, it's probably going to be really dumb. But it was actually really funny. Uh, there are moments that are extremely over the top and, like, out there. But that's okay, because you're like, that's fine. It's the whole vibe. Um, I thought John Hamm was great being comedic. Because, uh, I mean, I love him in Mad Men. And he's great with being very debonair and, like, stoic. And But Bridesmaid, I didn't like him being funny. I didn't. Was, it didn't work for me. Role. It was a weird role. But in this one, he's like a businessman who has a sense of humor. So I was like, yeah. And then how you kind of learn how it is a real thing, like stay to the very end. Also, through all the way through the credits, there's just something. It's just kind of dumb funny at the end. Um, through the credits, they have like a song thingy. Uh, that was very entertaining. Uh, just the sentiment on you know them staying together and the idea of not growing up. Not necessarily you're growing older, but you're growing up. I I thought that was really nice too, um, and yeah. Just overall, I, I definitely would recommend it. Like it's one of those don't go with like super high expectations, but it's it's fun. It's definitely a fun movie. Frank, I would disagree on all. Oh of that. no, <laughs> yeah. The uh, the the premise is excellent, but the execution and the execution of the actual tag sequences is great. Yeah. Oh, how they do that is so cool. I thought that was really well well realized, but yeah. The story uh, is lame. and There's it, not it, much one there, but that's the not end, the point. Well, uh, it is. You're supposed to try to invest in these characters. I, you life, are. You, you care not, about them. You do not care about any of yes, those characters. And then at the end, they try to make, uh, do a little thing that makes you supposed to care about all of them at the end. And you're like, uh, but we haven't cared about any of these Aww. guys. And now you want us to at the very end. Uh, it, it, yeah, they're, they're, they're just shellless, soulless people for the majority of the film. And then they give you that last little twist. They're like, but care about these folks. And I no no uh, no. <laughs> that was, and, and I just feel like the I can see what you mean though. It, it, it is weird though that the uh, well I don't know but the, I was like don't spoil it I know what you're talking about don't say it. There are, yeah they just you know the real life story much more entertaining and probably would have been better. What was that? Show faithful. Yeah, that's not really a spoiler. At the end, they show you real footage of them playing the game. The real people. What? At the very end, they show the real home videos of the people playing. Oh, my gosh. That's almost worth, too. That's like, pretty cool. Because, yeah, the movie like helps you end on such a high with seeing the real thing. And then there's like some weird, bizarre costumes in the movie that the real people did wear. <laughs> so you're like, that's awesome that they really incorporated that. But see, I'd rather would have watched a two-hour movie of the original. The real, the like people. a documentary yep. on them? Yep, that would have been much more entertaining. Well, I think than they have a documentary. On Netflix. Oh, I bet. So you should watch that. Yeah. Oh, then there you go. I don't know if it's on Netflix. Go watch a documentary, folks. <laughs> yeah. Stay away from Tag. Let it come to you at home. Ken uh, Jack then, in the chat says they uh, they really enjoyed it. Yeah. And just watch the tag sequences and then you can, you know, just skip to the well, end. Well, how they film those are really fun. And they show you kind of in the trailer, like, the slow-mo, but they go into that and the voiceover and break it down. It just makes it, like, kind of a... Uh, action movie which you weren't expecting and just seeing them run around and play just getting that great childish energy Frank <laughs> yeah, yeah but you don't care about any of these people I care. did I did I thought they were cute really? um, yeah totally. did, you, did you like them before going in because you already liked John Hamm John Hamm yeah um, Who Jake like Johnson Hamm? Jeremy Renner, I liked his com- comedy Cut in it that. though. Uh, I didn't. Ex- I had. I don't really know him as a comedic kind of guy, but I thought he did well. Um, uh, Animal Burris is. Fun. Is is he? Was he the 
African American. Oh, uh, he's pretty funny, yeah. And then there's the pothead guy. That that gag was a little old for me. Jake, Jake Johnson. Johnson. Um, and then the one who's Ryan like Helms. The him. I don't normally think he's that funny, but I thought he was funny. Uh, yeah, I don't. He doesn't do much for me. Okay. So anyway, good times, folks. Uh, Harry Yay. in the chat says, "I hate it. I hate Ed Helms. I feel yeah. he's very hit or miss. Like he's better in a group. Like there's a lot of actors that are the better office. in an ensemble. Way better than the Hangover. Yeah, but." No, the office made me really dislike Ed Helms intensely. <laughs> that and does then, not surprise me from you, though. But just it's the way okay. that they wrote his character. His character was insufferable on The Office, and mm. he only got worse after Steve Carell left. Oh, just they, they, they made him the focal point of the show was the biggest mistake that series made at its, at its remaining seasons. Cool, but we're not here to talk about my feelings about The Office. We're here to talk about films. Uh, Solo, a Star Wars story, came in at number four. Another nine, a little nine, a little over nine million dollars. You still feeling the same way about the Star Wars franchise? What? In terms of... And what uh, are you referencing? Uh, and just in terms of uh, Solo's box office results and perhaps the, the future of the Star Wars franchise. Oh, yeah. I think we're fine. All right. I still think that it's going to be more, like, summer-heavy for Star Wars. I think they actually said that they're switching to summer releases for their movies. Totally random, but based on our comments of some previous video... You were saying your full, honest opinion of how you think the Star Wars numbers were, right? Because someone's like, oh, we're not being honest on what we think of it because being guided on our thoughts. But I'm like, no, that's what you thought of it. No, so, I don't know who... You people I don't know who, guide, who are watching. Yeah, I, don't I don't know I what you're talking about. guide my own thoughts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, that's, yeah, that's my 100% opinion. I think the Star Wars is fine. I just think yeah. we're switching to summer, and summer has less money to go around because it's yes. more saturated. Yep. Oh, and but there's from less uh, Avatar. Uh, by our Lucasfilm, Lucasfilm representative, that just <laughs> sit down, Neil, get to you to get that check afterwards. That's fine. <laughs> I just thought that was an interesting comment. It was on our last Kennedy video, money. and I'm like, <laughs> not Coming giving in. an honest what? No, everything is our own honest opinions on it. Sponsored by I, Disney. Hey, just stop! Kidding. We're not. <laughs> no, come on, we do our movie pass, not sponsored. Not <laughs> My opinions are always for sale. So please come by my come by buy me out. I, I beg of you. Yeah. Sponsored by Positive Thoughts. Oh, That's Scott right. Patterson uh, says that he thinks Star Wars should say in December, not summer. I agree, dude. But like I said last week, I think everyone's getting out of the way for uh, yeah. James Cameron's Avatar, yeah. which I don't blame them. Uh, and then the Harry in the chat says Star Wars is not fine. And then Valnid yes, said one hundred million plus loss for Star Wars sounds great to me. And I feel they're saying that with sarcasm. <laughs> I think Disney can handle that. They don't care. I think they're they fine. Can handle they're a like lot Nintendo. More. Yeah, they, they can, can hemorrhage way money more. for the next eighty four years yeah. and be fine. Yes. They'll be fine. Uh, also, we're just talking about box office numbers, not toy sales or fandom. Yes. So T-shirts, merchandise. That's where Star Wars has always Wars made land. most of its money, which is ridiculous because it's also made a ton of money in box offices. Yeah. But even though like Episode Two made like l- very little money at all, it made so much in toys. Mm-hmm. So you kind of, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but you need mm-hmm. to remember the franchise. Yes. Uh, and running on our top five, Deadpool 2 with another $8.8 million Woo. to the total there. Good and, for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure was. Uh, yeah. Now, we also have something coming up. Uh, of course, we had Incredibles 2 as a subject of last week's box office bet. We've got one film vying for your box office bet this coming weekend, and that is Jurassic Park, excuse me, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. 
The kingdom has fallen. Call yes. Gerard Butler. Do we mm. have to? That's, that is, uh, I have seen this film already. What? Oh. Can you, you say anything? Oh, well, I can tell you. It's, oh. It's not good. <laughs> it, it's, uh, but if you want to, if they want to continue this franchise, this is a very much a transition film okay. to get them from uh, where the films have been set previously to maybe open up and expand the world. Uh, it's, it's a shame that it couldn't have been executed better. But if you go in thinking like, all right, well, this is just a, a film that's going to get us from point A to point C, uh, and let's see what that's we can fine. open up. Yeah. But, okay. So would you say chronologically it's kind of like the Fast and Furious movies right now? Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park 2, Jurassic Park 3, <laughs> Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom? Sort of like trying to switch the whole game up? Now the dinosaurs are going to be international spies? That's right, yes. <laughs> that's true. It's uh, you, And no matter how much Jeff Goldblum that you want in this film, you will come away disappointed. I, I sort of I, I feel that way. I feel that way that with movies that show off Jeff Goldblum in the trailer, I'm like, yeah. well, that's going to be a letdown. Yeah. <laughs> you just shouldn't yes. have showed me him in the trailer. No, if he was true. just in the movie, I'd be like, dope. That's true. I would not have been uh, disappointed. But then, yeah, uh, this way you walk away. You're like, All right. That's, I feel that's like it. I don't want to. I, I don't want you to give me a hint either. Either way, but I want you. I want to tell you my opinion. Tell me. I feel like he's just in that one scene, and that's it. Yeah, that's totally what it is. <laughs> I won't say I'm pretty no. damn sure. To confirm or deny your thoughts. Well, that thoughts, was also Neil. a problem with Solo. People do? wanted more... Um, Jeff Goldblum in there. Kind of and there was not enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, they I wanted know. more Lando Yes, Calrissian? they wanted more Lando. And they're like, nope. Uh, he was all right. They, I mean, he's in it enough, but they wanted more. And I, I wanted if you more. look at it yeah. and just like... I liked what parts he was in, but then people are like, he's so good, he should be in more, but I, I don't know. We'll get but his yeah. film. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, if you, I, I can't even say it's worth seeing in the theater. Is it matinee? I don't Ooh. know. It's, there's nothing in there that you, trust me, if you waited until, uh, you know, a discount theater or for yeah. it to come out on, uh, DV, uh, home video, I want to say home video, I don't know, but, uh, you home know. Home video. Yeah, home video. Come out on home video. Why you saying that? Coming soon to home video. <laughs> <laughs> And now your feature presentation. (laughs) Good times. Let it come to you. Because there's no really, there's absolutely zero rush or impetus to go see this film in the theater. Okay. So this is more like a catch up weekend then, pretty much. Oh, there you go. Catch up on all the other movies. Go see Incredibles 2, because the other ones were full. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But, of course, so we'll we'll do that. Uh, We'll we'll replace our bets. Uh, um, What we think Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom will do. Uh, don't worry, folks. Uh, Colin Trevenoff will be coming back to direct the third film. Good. Thank goodness. I was worried. <laughs> that uh, was Superfly. Praise, praise be. Random side movie that was came out last weekend we didn't talk about was Superfly. Did you see it? I did not, but I noticed that people pointed that out on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it had a Wednesday release. Yeah. Uh, so if you saw Superfly, leave comments down below. Did you like it or not? And if you saw it in the chat, please chime in. Honestly, was I heard it? that movie was atrocious. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, was it fly or was it a fail? Was it fly or was it nah? Uh, now, before we do our top five for next week, we're going to do a little box office rewind. Love it. That was actually timed really well. I was Nicely like, dang, we, uh, that was amazing. Yes. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to give you a visual cue. We had some time. That's true. Well, we look back at somebody that's been involved in one of the films. Of course, Jurassic World is the only film coming out this week. But instead of doing an actor, I thought we'd do a composer. Yay! Oh, I love right. that. I love nice. this composer. Uh, Michael, uh, Michael Giacchino. 
Giacchino. Giacchino? Look he at also you. just did uh, this past week's movie. Incredibles, Incredibles 2. Fun fact that yeah. is relevant to what we're talking about. I spoke with him on the carpet of Incredibles 2. Wow. Yay. Yeah. What did totally he say? Fi- well, you'll have to watch the interview. Oh. oh. Yes. It's on BHL. BHL's YouTube page. And yeah, it's he's fantastic. Super sweet. Very um, nicely dressed as well. He had a nice little Incredibles pin. Oh, oh it's probably because he makes millions of dollars a year. Yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's easy to be well dressed if you're making a million dollars. Yeah. For sure, that's true. In uh, in like back end money, <laughs> that's not even his, his paychecks. Uh, coming at number five for Michael, we have got Inside Out, a Pixar film coming out from uh, 2015. So good. Bing bong, ninety point no, four million. Bing bong, oh, guys. I was just thinking about him. Makes me sad. So he took that dive. He had to, <laughs> Spoiler. Had to take that dive. He did it. <laughs> He did it. That was a good oh. movie. Also coming out, wait, uh, Jody in the chat points out, my theater is getting Won't You Be My Neighbor next weekend. I <gasps> want to see that documentary. That's still unlimited oh. release, I believe. Okay. Thank you for reminding us about that one. Yes. Uh, number four, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 117 million. I, I liked his uh, reinterpretation of the Spider-Man cartoon. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. really cool. Yes. Uh, a bold move. But, but it worked. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and I just seen the uh, like just some of the snippets before the film came out, wondering where that was going to fall in the film, and it felt like it came in the perfect place for it. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. I, I didn't notice that the first time because mm-hmm. I'm me, but I got to go watch that now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three, Rogue One, a Star Wars story that made 155 million back in 2016. Yeah, this man's super rich. By yeah. The way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, number two was uh, Incredibles two. With 180 million, mm-hmm. and the number one was Jurassic World, with a little over 208 million dollars. That movie made so much money. I, can I just share so with you, money. like my my personal favorite all time Michael Giacchino uh, score? Yeah, is uh, the Married Life in Up. Yes, with with the mm. credits at the end. Mm, oh that, my god, that's actually one of the the things that I fangirled with him about. And I did ask him, what is the strangest place? He's ever got an idea for a melody, and he told me, and I'm not going to tell you. Oh, oh. no, seriously, you it's are cool. living clickbait. Yeah, I, yes, I am. What's your shirt? Find say? me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, what my boy. shirt says. Podcast listeners, you're welcome. Nice. <laughs> uh, I actually enjoyed what he did with uh, the Star Trek films as well, too. Like his theme for that. Mm-hmm. That was a uh, a nice reinvention, given like everything we saw from James mm-hmm. Horner and all those folks. Mm-hmm. All right, folks, we're going to do our top five. For uh, this week, of course, we're only adding Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom into the mm. mix. Uh, given the success of The Incredibles, do you see this being dethroned by Jurassic World? No. Yeah. You think so? I mean, certainly Jurassic World is, uh, Fallen Kingdom is doing incredibly well internationally, but that doesn't necessarily translate to tons of box office here in the States. Do you think it uh, does, Neil? I think it does. More, I mean, more so than what Incredibles 2 could do in its second week? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because if we're looking at, like, maybe even, to be generous, like a 40% drop for Incredibles 2, we're still looking at maybe, like, $98 million. And Which, I'm pretty sure Jurassic World will beat that. But how excited are people about the bit. next Jurassic... Oh, here, yeah, Jurassic World opened 208 But okay, how much do people love that huge. they're excited about the next one, though? Because I feel like incredible. Well, true. I mean, we're gonna have that drop off from the Incredibles too. But I feel like that fourteen-year gap only feeds the anticipation. We've already had our hit three years ago. 
mm-hmm. with with Jurassic Park yeah. slash World. Mm-hmm. Right. Does that diminish, or do you still see it doing like 125 or so, as people are predicting? Well, I do see that The Incredibles is more of a refreshing movie because we haven't had something like it in quite some time. Where, like you're saying, Jurassic World came out three years ago. They might be having having a little uh, <laughs> a little dinosaur fatigue mm-hmm. set in. Uh, there's all sorts of fatigue these days. This one is dinosaur <laughs> fatigue. Uh, check your claws at the door. And I think, uh, I don't know. I still think you could do better than like 110. And that's all it kind of has to do if it wants to beat Incredibles 2. All right. All right. Did anybody else, anybody else believe that 8 Incredibles 2 can sold onto the top spot? Yes. I'll go with that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I I feel that. I I, given my feelings on the film, I would love to see uh, Jurassic World come in at number two. Wait, you have feelings? They're cold, emotionless. (laughs) They're all negative. They're all about money. Yes, (laughs) that's true. Uh, Anybody else see any uh, mix-ups in three, four, and five? Uh, let's see. I'm looking. I'm all gonna be inspired by the chat. Uh, we got Courtney says Jurassic World, Incredibles, Ocean's Eight, Deadpool, then Tag. I think Deadpool will go to number four and switch with Solo. Zias Bilu says Jurassic World, Incredibles, Oceans, Deadpool, then Tag. Uh, and then somebody else said one too. That's uh, Ken Jack says Jurassic World, Incredibles, Oceans, Tag, Deadpool. Um, hmm. yeah, I f- I go with Incredibles, Jurassic, Oceans Eight, Tag. And is Deadpool going to beat Solo? Sure. We'll bump that down and say Deadpool. All right. I'll go with that as well, too. Yeah, that's that's what I think I got, too. All right. No. But wait, you guys said Jurassic. I said Incredibles. Number oh, one. sorry. Yeah, my, my number one is Jurassic You would just World. swap Jurassic yeah. World and Incredibles. Yeah. Okay. I would swap Solo and Deadpool, too. Okay. I think Solo's, Solo's going to hang. Still... Really? Okay. Yeah. Sure. All right. Interesting. We're little animals. <laughs> All right, folks. Oh, we're, we're, we're porgs. <laughs> we're going to wrap up the, ep- uh, the show with our box office bet. Of course, There's usually, only one to vote yes, for. You lovely folks in the chat get to bet on the, uh, mm. place your votes for what we should bet on. Of course, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom will be the only film that we're going to be mm-hmm. betting on this week. So we'll all place our bets. Whoever gets closest will get the title of Prognosticator of Prognosticators. The loser will have to go see this film. Uh, you know. Honestly, this movie feels like a chore. It already feels like going to watch a chore. Well, it's interesting, too, and anybody chime in and leave comments. Their first round of trailers, I'm like, dude, what is this movie even going to be oh. about? The island and what? This is stressful. I don't like watching those dinosaurs die. And then brand new trailers. By the way, this is exactly what happens. And I was like, yeah. why? I don't like the marketing at all for oh, this movie. Oh, it was bad. I just like Chris. All the trailers have, like, three endings and to, like, the trailer. Yeah. And I'm like, you got to pick a moment yes. to stop on and stop being mm-hmm. like, and yep. here. Yep. And here. I might just stop it. Just stop the trailer. Yeah. There, I don't know, that's, uh, of course, no spoilers, but there's something introduced in this film that you're like, huh, what? And it just is never addressed. So you're is, okay. it, is it weirder than the uh, Jurassic Park um, reimagining concept they want to do before Jurassic World, where they basically make DNA hybrids between soldiers, like yeah, living soldiers right. and dinosaurs? There you go. Because that Whoa. was the actual movie that was going to get made, 
And I was what? like, well, sign me out. Sounds like they jumped the raptor <laughs> on that one. <laughs> That's, I mean, <laughs> you know they just want to keep writing to the point where they can have dinosaurs and humans hanging out fighting crime together. Oh, that's, that's great. That's what they want to have yeah. happen. I want my I gay like, stepdad brontosaurus TV show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel there was some like 90s movie where a kid does go and interacts with dinosaurs, but I'm going to think about it. No, you do get to see the first cheesy something. Uh, human dinosaur, dinosaur love scene in this. Oh, I've said no. too much. Oh, splice? What? Yes. what? Stop. Hell, splice, no. <laughs> that movie, that but movie. If you guys haven't seen Chris Pratt's Instagram stories, you should. Chris Pratt? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Why? Why? Chris Pratt? Pratt. Chris Pratt? Why? All right, I got my number. <laughs> um, but uh, also, um, yes. a little side note in the chat. Nella J, it was her, it was her uh, birthday. This hey, previous. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Neil's going to do what he always does to anybody that has a birthday around him, is that he's going to tell them what their birthday wish is. Your birthday wish is whatever you want it to be. Yay! Because you control your destiny. Look at that. Damn. You're going to love turnips. That's my wish for you. (laughs) That's right. This is that that year. Like the turnip or like the the The, fruit turnip? Yeah, you're going to love turnips now. This is it. This is your year. Like people who just turn up at your your party? That's what I was thinking. Turnips. You love the turnips. Also, besides the well wishes of birthday, it's also happy Father's Day for those fathers and father figures out there. Neil is the father figure of the show. Was that? <laughs> Neil is the father figure of the show. I, it's yeah. true. I was gonna say happy Father's Day. Everyone go to your rooms. <laughs> He's like Stop. and watch a movie. Go to yes. your rooms and watch a movie. <laughs> right. Take some time uh, for yourself. All right, y'all ready for my number? Ready. Y'all uh, ready for this? Everybody else ready? Yes. Ready. All right. All right. I'm playing a. Uh, <laughs> I'm playing it safe, guys. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Hundred million. Oh, all right. That's a okay, safe. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Very safe, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm a little close by, not as close as we all were last week because that was kind of ridiculous. I'm at 115. All, all right. right. All right. All right. Okay. 101. Oh. 92. Oh, right. What? 92. I went low. I went 92. I went 105. Hey. Oh. So, Carrie's at the end. Yeah, I'm at the bottom <laughs> on that one. Neil's and I'm at the, the top. top. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like the sandwich in the middle. All right. Like a piece of ham. A Tony sandwich. Mm-hmm. All right. Or turkey. Ladies and gentlemen, or that's going to do it for this uh, more abbreviated episode of Breakdown. But don't worry. <laughs> uh, just because we're taking a pause from talking about films at the moment doesn't mean that we won't be talking about it on social media uh, or amongst ourselves. Or, you know, we'll just we'll call each other up. You know, we'll just, you know, talk about movies real quick. We know. do it all the time. Absolutely. All the time. The privacy oh, yeah. of our own homes. That's yes. true. Yep. <laughs> yep. We're always FaceTiming each other. Like, movies. <laughs> movies. Yes. yes. Uh, but folks, thanks for watching. Thanks for all happening in the chat. As always, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. While you're there, give a thumbs up. Two or three or four. However many you can. And if Carrie, if they're watching this after it's streamed live, what can they do? You can comment down below. Oh, there you go. And Carrie's given you many things to comment on during the yeah. course of the show. So uh, comment on any of the things that she may have mentioned. And if you want to get in touch with us anywhere after so- after the show's over on social media, Anthony, where can they find you, sir? Oh, I'm first. Uh, yes, you can find me at Tony B. Tony underscore. It's on your screen right now. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, glad you, I hope you enjoyed the show. <laughs> and tune nice. in tomorrow to see Tony, yours truly, and also Ollie Dreamer on Horror Tuesday. Loop. Tuesday. I always think today's, but anyway. You got to plug our other show, dude. Come on. 
Yeah, you're right. Um, horror Movie News on Tuesday at 4 p.m. Yay! Neil? I'm only on this show, Frank. Box Office Breakdown. <laughs> you can find me at places where people are found at the Neil Plumley. That's T-H-E-N-E-I-L-P-L-U-M-L-E-Y. Or here on Sundays at 9 for Box Office Breakdown. That makes you rare. That's right, because yeah. you deliver excellence. Yeah, so why do you need to do it multiple times? You deliver it right out of the gate. It's true. Yeah. I do deliver excellence That's right. right out the gate. <laughs> Amy. Well, I think I deliver excellence multiple times during the week because uh-huh. eh, it's not a question. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> You guys can find me on Marvel TV Weekly, Marvel Movie News, Netflix Picks, and of course Box Office Breakdown. Just go ahead and follow me on all social media at Amy Cassandra MTZ and nailed it. Instagram. Oh, yes. Double nailed it. Okay, thank you. Thank well, you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, since we're on that direction, ah, uh, my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D Lane. That's K A R I D L A N E. You can see me some days on the Expanse, Westworld finale next weekend, Box Office Breakdown, and Marvel TV Weekly. With this lady and also Christian. Uh, DMZ <laughs> and uh, Monday we have Handmaid's Tale Tuesday horror movie news as well as anime where we talk about Full Metal Alchemist and Wednesday Legion's done so go watch that finale if you haven't watched it yet oh. uh, folks find me on so, Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie uh, you could watch me on other things but why would you want to waste your time doing that oh, when you could do other stuff oh. Good point. So, that's true absolutely I deliver uh, considerably less than excellence so. Except for on his Instagram, which you should follow because there's food. Lots of food. Food, food, food stuff, yes. Uh, folks, that's going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. We'll see you in seven <laughs> short days right see here. Ya. Back here in Popcorn Talk. Go see movies. Goodbye. Except Jurassic Producers World. Maria Menounos, <laughs> Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.